Hello, I'm Amy. And I'm Brandon. And you're listening to the The Ears and Beers Beers Podcast. Podcast. Come on in and grab a beer. Put on your mini ears and let's Let's talk talk Disney. Disney. Hey everyone, it's Amy. And it's Brandon. And uh, we wanted to come at you with an episode before we hit the road to Disney for the wedding. We're so excited. Uh, Today we're going to talk about something that is very important before anybody goes on a Disney trip. And that is... Budgeting. Yay. Something I'm good at doing, but bad at seeing through. Right. So I don't think Brandon made a budget until we started dating and going to Disney. And uh, I appreciate that he has learned how to budget out of his love of Disney. Yeah, it's definitely something I needed to learn how to do, um, especially because Disney can seem daunting and expensive, but there are ways to do it that are absolutely affordable. Absolutely. Uh, We should probably start by saying we are not millionaires. We do not have um, a lot of excess wealth, but if you plan ahead and if you manage your expectations and research, I think anybody can have a really fun Disney trip at any price point. I agree with that. Absolutely. I always thought that Disney was so out of reach. And it was just so crazy expensive. But now, granted, we don't have kids and we don't have all that extra stuff. We do have three fur children, though. And so that kind of adds up. But overall, it's a really easy, pretty easy thing to budget for, actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I guess some tips that we have uh, for budgeting before you go to the parks will be what we'll cover today and then after we get back from the wedding we can talk a little bit more about like keeping to that budget while you're in the parks and some hacks there as well so the first thing i think you should maybe start with are think of the expenses that are before you even leave the house or before you leave your city so for us our biggest expense outside of like lodging and park tickets we're APs, but still, um, is boarding the dogs. It's about a hundred dollars a night. We know that. And so we budget around that. Yeah. And then there's a lot of other fees in that too. Shots if they need them, mandatory baths. So that stuff can kind of add up and that's something to keep in mind. Um, when you have a pet, another example of budgeting before you leave the house, make sure like if you're driving, for example, you may have some car things you need to catch up on. Like we just did an oil change on my car. We got my coolant flush and replaced and then, you know, we put air in my tires and all this kind of stuff. And those prices add up too. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Exactly. And if you need a house sitter or anything like that, that's just uh, really something to make sure that you think about on the front end uh, before you even get on Disney's website or a travel booking site, um, just so you know kind of what you're going into it with because you're not going in with a clean slate, most likely. Absolutely not. That's definitely something I had to learn as well. There are a lot of hidden expenses, like she said, before you even leave home. So, Keep that in mind. So the next thing I would say is to prioritize first and let your must-do list dictate where you're willing to compromise. So think about what your ideal Disney trip is. What is like the main thread? Is it as much time in the parks as possible or is it staying at a really bomb resort and getting spas every spa packages every day? Bomb. Bomb. Resort. <laughs> uh, I I try to use the slings, um, but you know something to think about is what makes Disney Disney to you, and what makes your trip feel complete. Because then you can edit around what you don't care about. For example, for for me, my priorities are 
just being at Disney. Resorts are great, and I and I have been very blessed. You know, we stayed at a really fun, like, you know, uh, value resort, my, my first time going. And then for the wedding, we're staying at a moderate, so we're going to be staying at Port Orleans Riverside. So that will be a fun experience, and I love staying on Dis- on property. However, for us, you know, we want to go as frequently as possible. We're going to be going every couple of months, even sometimes a little bit before that. Um two months time span. So we're going to be Airbnb a lot in Orlando, which cuts down on the price significantly. Also because we do have other expenses like the three dogs that we need to board. We have to drive from Alabama to Florida. So there are things like that that we want to do. So for me, it's just being at the parks, being in front of the castle, being in front of everything that I want to see and ride and experience. It's not so much the resort. Exactly. So, you know, again, think about what's that one thing that makes the Disney vacation a Disney vacation, in your opinion, and go for it. Um, Something else that we typically splurge on is um, at least one or two signature dining uh, meals per trip. Um, My family uh, used to do the Disney dining plan, and we used to um, really enjoy that time where you could get the two credit you know, signature meals. And it's something that it's just, it, it adds a nice touch. Uh, Brandon and I live in a town that doesn't really have a lot of fine dining. Um, like the nicest restaurant is probably like $30 plate and it's actually really not very good. So we don't get to do that often. So this is a nice treat for us when we're in a larger city as well. Plus I'm a thick boy and I love some food. So being able to budget for the, you know, you get these these uh, items at Disney that you can never get anywhere else, such as Dole Whip, all these cool snacks, these cool experiences at different restaurants. Like Boma is one of our favorites. So being able to budget for stuff like that is super important um, to us, at least. And I, I would imagine for most people, the Disney dining experience overall is something that everybody looks forward to. Right. And then, you know, there might be people who are more than content eating a PB&J that they brought from home. So, again, we're not telling anybody how to have their vacation or to vacation shame or budget shame. We're just saying, you know, think about what you need and follow your bliss. And you can't go wrong. Just know that if that if it's not your bliss, maybe get creative about ways to cut cost elsewhere. I absolutely agree with that. Another tip uh, that we have is to research everything. Uh, There's not too much research that can be done. I've been researching stuff up until literally yesterday and we're leaving tomorrow uh, when we record this. Certain things to definitely keep in mind, like if you want to do a Disney dining plan for your family, just double check how it works. See if it's worth it. Um, If you want to do an Airbnb versus a resort, see how long you're going to be there. Match the prices. See if Disney's running any deals. Stuff like that. There are definitely a lot of things that you can do to research to make your trip a lot easier for you. Your best friend is going to be the Disney website, the My Disney Experience app. You can look at menus and all that stuff to plan your meals accordingly. There are a lot of great tools out there and websites that can help you budget for your trip. Yeah, so I, a lot of people um, I know, and I'm going to use my family as an example here, You know, started off using the Disney dining plan because it's so convenient to pay in advance. And you don't have to worry about it. It's like going on an all-inclusive package almost that way. But um, once my family kind of sat down and looked at it, you know, um, it just didn't make sense because we weren't always eating breakfast. And there was no way that the three of us were eating our snack credits. We were 
leaving money on the table every time. So, you know, if, unless you're going to be eating lobster and you eat breakfast and you order the most expensive snacks and there's, I mean, there's so many videos to maximize on YouTube. So definitely check out Disney food blog as well on ways to maximize that, um, the dining plan. And so, you know, it's what's best for you again. Um, but that's something that we cut and we've noticed really pretty substantial savings already. Um, especially now that I've had gastric surgery, I really would be a waste of the Disney dining plan. Um, like it would be kind of pathetic, honestly. <laughs> um, but you know, we've, we've really enjoyed paying a la carte, uh, and it was, it's really not expensive to do so. Um, and I don't, I don't feel like that's an unexpected expense while we're there, but we'll talk about that more in our next episode as well. Um, you know, there's, other ways to save money to on Disney hotel, you know, don't be afraid to look into, um, doing DVC resale or looking into, um, going through Disney to rent a one or two bedroom villa from a DVC location as well. That definitely saves money rather than buying multiple rooms for multiple family members. So just get creative. Um, just because, you know, you Google it once doesn't mean that that's all the possibilities. So do, again, just do your research, uh, get online and just kind of Google, hey, I have a family of X. How are we going to best do this? And um, I will say that uh, we know that there's properties that sleep 20 for a week. That's cheaper than two people staying on property for a week. So, you know, there's a lot you can do with that. So um, really just get ahead and take some notes. Yeah. And that's been the most interesting thing about this wedding experience is, you know, my family, like she said, you know, we've got about 20 people in their group and they just got one big Airbnb. That's like less than 10 minutes away from Disney world. And uh, they're going to be staying in that. And it is cheaper than two people staying on site. So that's definitely something, you know, like she said, to keep in mind, food budgeting, and you can kind of, and we'll talk more about this as well, but you can kind of look at prices of your typical snacks, think about how many times you're going to want to eat during the day, and you can have a pre-made budget or, or a ceiling of how high you're willing to go as far as money that you're going to be spending on food. Um, and then also... There are tons of videos out there that show you walkthroughs of different stores in the parks that show prices of souvenirs. I know allears.net, Disney Food Blog, all these websites, they do show merchandise articles and they do share prices. So you can actually even have an idea of what typical prices are. After you've seen so many souvenirs of a certain kind, you can kind of start guesstimating what the prices are going to be. Like typical nice uh, themed coffee mug is going to be anywhere from uh, $18 to $20, sometimes $25, depending on how intricate it is. So you'll be able to start picking up on that too the more that you start paying attention to that kind of stuff. And if, you know, you don't need the latest and greatest, there's also the character warehouse nearby as well. There's plenty of ways to hack it. Um, I've also heard people suggest that if you have little, little ones that wouldn't know where the gift is from, you can always just go to Walmart and kind of give it to them at Disney and they're going to think it's the same thing anyway. If your kid is easily duped, go for it. <laughs> we don't have kids, so we've not tried that. Um, and another way to cut, cut costs potentially 
is what we did this year. We pulled the trigger on becoming APs. It makes sense at a certain point. There's a tipping point of a certain amount of days. Um, Some people say 10 days. Some people say two weeks, depending on your family size and your plans to, um, to go. So with the wedding, it began to make sense for us. Um, And so we will be going to Disney more. So in the long run, we will probably be spending more money necessarily, but it's a priority for us. So it makes sense. Um, But becoming APs definitely has a lot of perks as well. There's discounts on merchandise and discount on select dining. So we really think that we're going to come out ahead this year um, and just really are excited to do so. But again, that's something that you need to figure out for your family. So again, we can't emphasize enough. You have to do the research to save the money. But if you do, we promise it'll be worth it. Yeah, AP is just, we're definitely such a great thing to, to purchase as far as, you know, up front, it kind of seems daunting for your wallet, but we definitely can see the benefits. I mean, having to spend uh, full money on a like a park hopper ticket, for example, every day that we're going to be going to the parks during this wedding trip, uh, it just would not have worked. So APs were already, we were kind of not forced to do it this trip, but we were definitely like, okay, we're going to do it. And then we're like, ooh, but we could go every two months now. And so that's what we're going to do. And we're going to use the most of it. So if you love Disney, please look into that. Plus you get sweet magnets and other cool collectibles that only APs uh, have access to. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. But overall, budgeting, pretty easy to do. It's kind of fun to do because it adds on to that you know, excitement, the buildup of your trip. Uh, I mean, I, I know that I started budgeting for this trip back in like March, April. So... Uh, so it's very exciting. Absolutely. And again, um, you know, it sounds daunting, but it's really not. And once you get a clear budget or a picture in your head of what you want to do, you can really refine and, um, do what's right for you and your family. And we'll hit you guys back up with some, um, good tips for when you are, on the way to Disney at Disney and kind of post Disney as well. So we're looking forward to that as well. Yeah, and so the next podcast episode that you're going to hear from us is going to be when we return from our adventures uh, this upcoming trip. Uh, And the first episode is going to be a complete recap of our wedding, specifically. Uh, So we're going to be doing a wedding recap, uh, followed by the cruise uh, recap as well, and kind of review. Yeah, so we have been really kind of sparse on the wedding details, just because we do want it to be special for our guests, and we don't want to give away some of the magic behind it. So we will do a lot more in-depth reveal when those details are um, revealed to everyone. So that's something we're excited to do as well. Yeah, and it'll have um, kind of like what the experience was like as well, the day of the wedding and and how smoothly everything went. We're going to be very honest about it. Uh, Because I do feel like Disney is, they've already done such a great job. I know they're going to do a great job the day of. But, you know, it's always good to give an honest opinion. Uh, We're also going on a cruise. This is my first Disney cruise. This is not Amy's first Disney cruise. But it is her first cruise in a long time. So we are going to be doing this uh, and be completely honest and open about it and uh, and, and be able to give feedback to you guys. Yeah, we're really, I think, excited and a little bit nervous about covering um, the cruise just because I have not been on one since I was 12. Uh, Being 12 and being 30 are very different animals, so uh, it'll be interesting to see if it lives up to the hype. I already know um, my experiences with the animator's palette will be very different because the uh, Magic and the Wonders animator palettes are very different than the one on the Dream, so... um, 
you know, it'll be just interesting to kind of see what holds up and what doesn't and um, what I'm more excited about now as an adult. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Brandon, real quick. um, We have added some experiences uh, during our time at Disney that we're really excited about. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about those? Absolutely, I do. So we added Boma back to our trip plan. So we got an ADR for Boma for tomorrow night, uh, actually. And so we're nothing like celebrating your first night at Disney World back uh, with one of our favorite restaurants. Uh, last time we were there, we were vegetarian. So we weren't able to fully experience all that Boma has to offer. Um, it was great nonetheless, but uh, now we get to go back and experience in its full glory. So I'm excited about that. Right. We don't want to say that Boma is not great because it is one of the best vegan and very vegetarian options on property. And we had plenty to choose from. Um, Also, I had just recently had surgery and was still learning kind of the limitations of dealing with some of the surgery. So I was having a harder time um, with different textures than I am now. So I'm looking forward to being able to try more um, with a little bit more confidence this time as well. And also zebra domes. Who does not love zebra domes? That's true. Zebra domes were something I was turned on to that were really great. Um, and what else are we doing tomorrow? Well, we have a hookup on a really exciting behind the scenes possibility. So we are going to keep that under wraps for just a little bit longer, but we will tease and say that, um, if you don't follow us on social media, you may want to, because we will probably have some really exciting pictures tomorrow before we go to Boma, um, of our little behind the scenes backstage tour, experience we got to do so we're really excited um also this will be brandon's first time seeing festival of the lion king and the the lion king is one of his favorite disney movies so i think he'll really appreciate seeing this uh performance yeah absolutely um and then we're also going to be doing um everest of course that's our like our first fast pass uh coming in um and then we're going to be doing uh navi river journey possibly dinosaur if there's time uh but we're gonna see i've not ridden dinosaur yet so all in all tomorrow is gonna be our animal kingdom day when we first get there uh followed by hanging out enjoying the time there getting a dull whip the life and then we start our trip uh full day trip starting on friday uh and we're gonna be hitting up epcot break and then we're gonna be hitting up not so scary halloween party okay so tell them the truth about epcot though i've never been yeah He's never been to Epcot. So this will be my first time going to Epcot, and I'm very excited. Uh, I've heard nothing but great things. I definitely think it's going to be a park that I love, um, absolutely. And just being able to experience all the different pavilions and rides, it's going to be great. We're actually not going to even set foot in World Showcase. Um, This is a decision I have made executive (laughs) style. Um, But there's so much to do um, in the front part of the park and future world. So we're going to focus on that. And then we will go in a little bit to food and wine, maybe for lunch, but really only in like the um, very beginning parts before you even get close to the lagoon. So I'm really excited to show it off in two parts to him and really get to immerse him in Epcot. And the great news is right now you're so incentivized to go back to Epcot multiple times during food and wine because um, over our trip, like we told, we may, may have mentioned last time, uh, we're there during the changing of the magnet. So the first day we'll get one magnet. The second time we check back in, it'll be another magnet. And then if you go four times during food and wine, you get these um, coasters as well for AP. So we really want to maximize that. And so we will. Yeah, we'll be seeing a lot of Epcot and I'm excited about it. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I'm just, we're in that mode now where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, in like 12 hours, we'll be officially on the road. Less than 12 hours, we'll be on the road. Um, it's exciting. Definitely can't wait. The next hurdle is going to sleep, getting up, and getting these three crazy dogs to the vet so that they can get all taken care of. And then we're going to be on the road and ready to enjoy our two-week vacation. Sorry, one of our dogs just stepped on the other dog. <laughs> Uh, and then we're getting married on Tuesday. Oh my gosh. It's so close. So again, if you don't follow us on social media, now is really the time to find us on social media because we will be posting insane amounts of pictures, insane amount of videos. We may try to go to Facebook Live every once in a while. We're just going to play it yeah. by ear, but we are really excited to share all this with you and we really appreciate you listening today and we look forward to seeing you um, tomorrow. Yep, and where you can find us on social media, Instagram at Ears and Beers Podcast, Facebook.com backslash Ears and Beers Podcast. Uh, and yeah, those are the two major social media platforms. Definitely keep an eye out for our Instagram, Facebook. That's where all the photos, like she said, Facebook Live, etc., etc. It's going to be a blast, and we cannot wait to take you with us. Thank you so much for listening, and have a magical day. He sounded like a used car salesman. Yeah, but you got yeah, to plug the social media. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. See ya.